Yo, today's QOD is accept all compliments with a thank you. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We've got Pamela Jett on the show today, and today she's going to encourage you to do a few things. Number one, monitor your self-talk. How do you talk to yourself? Would you talk to someone else the same way you talk to yourself? There's a great book I recommend called uh, Self-Esteem by McKay. It could take a little while to get through, but it's totally worth it. And in this book, he introduces these cognitive distortions, essentially uh, ways that we talk to ourselves that simply aren't true. And you can use the questions in the book to challenge the distorted thinking and the distorted self-talk that we have going on in our heads. And you can rebut it and you can challenge it and you can prove that it's simply not true. Uh, Number two, she's going to talk about when someone says a compliment towards you or pays a compliment towards you to simply say thank you. And number three, she's going to share a feedback technique that you can use not only with yourself, but also with others when mistakes are made. And mistakes will be made, my friend. Pamela Jett, she's coming up. Did you know that the average adult talks to themselves at a rate of 600 to 800 words per minute? And you thought I talked fast. (laughs) Interestingly, we believe the things that we say when we talk to ourselves because we have no motivation to lie. And behavioral psychologists have taught me that 75% of the things that the average person says when they talk to themselves are negative. We are incredibly hard on our Selves. We set limits on our own success. We set limits on our own achievement. We tell ourselves, I can't. And sometimes those words don't just stay in our heads. They come flying out of our mouths. Let me ask you a question. Anybody ever been driving down the road and miss their off-ramp on the freeway? Anybody experience that? And perhaps you have a child or had a child in your car with you at the time. And as you miss that freeway off-ramp, you might say, oh, I can't believe I did that. I am so stupid. And then three weeks down the road, you see your child playing with a puzzle or a toy, and they make a mistake, and they say, oh, I can't believe that. I'm so stupid. And you think to yourself, I never told my child I was stupid. They were stupid. Where'd they pick that up? Well, they picked it up because they were watching you. Children learn in a very distinct fashion. Observation, imitation, repetition. And children don't just learn by observation, imitation, repetition. It's how we all learn. People in your profession and in your personal life, they're watching you. They're watching to see how promotable you might be. They're watching to see if you are a toxic person or not, so they can decide whether or not they want to associate with you. It is so important that we monitor our own self-talk because 75% of the things that we normally say, either out loud or in our heads about ourselves, are negative. I'd like to give you a very simple step that you can take starting today to help change that negative self-talk. And it's simple, but it's not easy. 
There is a huge difference between simple and easy. The simple means that it's not complex, that it's not complicated. Easy is a whole different story. Easy means that there's no pain. Easy would mean that there's no effort. Well, this is something that's extremely simple, but it's not easy. And here it is. Accept all compliments with a thank you. What do we normally do when somebody comes up to us and says, oh, you did a great job on that project. What do many of us say? Yeah, it wasn't that big of a deal, or I had a lot of help, or, well, you know, it wasn't perfect, or I'm working on it, I, I still have a lot of growth to do. And we forget to say thank you. My grandmother taught me when I was a little girl that if I did not accept all compliments with a thank you, it was rude. Think about that. If somebody says, oh, that's a beautiful outfit you have on, and you say, this old thing? You just told them they have no taste. <laughs> Same thing with your coworkers, your boss. When you say to someone else, you did a very nice job, you expect them to say thank you and validate your opinion. But when we say, oh, it's no big deal, what we're doing is not only are we denying vital nutrition to our soul, we're also being a bit rude. It is not easy, but it is very simple. So I challenge you from this moment forward to accept all compliments with a thank you. Now, that does not mean that you don't recognize your failings. You don't recognize where you are not working up to snuff. We'll address that in just a moment. But before I do, I need to ask you a question. Anybody here have children? Anybody here have children? Okay. Uh, this is a parenting tip for those of you who have children. Now, some of you are thinking, but I don't have kids. Can I tune out now? No, hold on to this for just a moment. I need to give you the parenting tip. But before I give you the parenting tip, I need to ask everyone a question. You do not have to raise your hands unless you feel so inclined, but anybody here ever made a mistake at work? <laughs> Some of you are very willing to raise up both hands. Yes, I have made a mistake at work. Hold on to that thought and that feeling for just a moment. Back to the parenting tip. Experts suggest that we should never send our children to their rooms to think about what they did wrong. Not a good tool. It's a surefire way to breed a pessimist. Go focus on the negative. Focus on what you did wrong. Experts suggest that we should send our children to their room or whatever it is that we're doing as a parent to think about what they could have done differently or better or what they will do next time. Be future and forward thinking as opposed to trapped in the past. That's a difference, by the way, between an optimist and a pessimist. The optimist recognizes that they cannot fix the past. They can only change the future. So back to this whole mistake at work. We've all made mistakes at work. And what many of us do is we get in our cars at the end of the day. We have just sent ourselves to our rooms, haven't we? And we proceed to beat ourselves up. We proceed to say things like, I cannot believe I did that. That was such a rookie move. That's definitely going to come up in my performance appraisal. I am so stupid. And we beat ourselves up. One of the things that I tend to do is when I service clients, I will go from one city to another city to another city, maybe on a Monday, a Tuesday, and a Wednesday, and run day-long workshops, day after day after day, focusing on things like stress and conflict management and many other communication-based tools. And what often happens is, as I drive from city to city, I use the success tool that I'm going to give you. What if, for example, yesterday, this did not happen, but what if yesterday I had given a presentation like this, but it went over terribly, it was lousy? Nobody thought anything was amusing. Nobody found any value in it. I made tons of mistakes. And then I got in my car and uh, drove to my home and spent the entire time thinking, I am such a bad speaker. 
man, nobody's going to want to listen to me. Would that have been fair to you today? No, because it would have made me a worse speaker today. Think about your employer. Think about your career. When you sit in your car and you beat yourself up as you go from work to home, it does not make you more employable the next day. It reduces your value as opposed to increases your value to your employer. A better option is to use one of the most powerful communication tools that you will ever have at your disposal. I'm about ready to give you something that can change the way you give feedback to the people that you might supervise, that will change the way you give yourself feedback. Oh, just so you'll know, purge constructive criticism from your vocabulary. It's an oxymoron. People get really defensive when they're told, I got a little constructive criticism for you. When you look the words construct up in the dictionary and the word criticize up in the dictionary, they contradict each other. Construct means to build up. Criticize means to pull apart. You cannot simultaneously build up and pull apart. It is better to give feedback. And this feedback tool is something you can use to yourself and you can use to others. And it is called the like best next time system. When you make a mistake at work, instead of getting in your car and thinking, oh, I'm so stupid, I can't believe I did that, ask yourself, what did I like best? I like best that I didn't cry today, or I like best that I didn't lose my temper and scream at somebody. I like best that I did not, no matter how sorely tempted I was, throw the fax machine out the window. There's always something to like best. We may have to get a little creative, but there's always something to like best. And then ask yourself, what will I do differently next time? Like best next time. I taught this tool to a professional who is uh, responsible for work uh, for the people she supervises. We went to lunch one day and she was struggling because every time she gave feedback to one of the people she supervised, they would get very defensive. So I suggested that she use the like best next time system. A couple hours later, my phone rings in my office and she said, Pamela, it worked. I said, what? She said that like best next time thing. What are you, what are you, she said, I talked to the person who keeps turning in shoddy work, and I said, here's what I like best. You got a lot of detail in there. Next time, it needs to be better organized. In fact, we need to organize it in this fashion right now. And she said, it was an attitude adjustment like I've never seen. She said, oh, okay, I can do that. Gone was the defensiveness. Gone was the irritation. This works not only for yourself, but for the people that you may manage, supervise, and it can even work when you're evaluating group projects, if you're responsible for events, at the end of the event, sit down and say, okay, what do we like best? Meaning, what do we want to make sure we do again? And what will I do differently or what can we do differently next time? That is future thinking. It's one of the most powerful tools that you can ever have in your back pocket. That was Pamela Jett. Her website is Relentlessly Positive. That is relentlessly-positive.com. You can listen to today's entire talk on an audio program. You can find it at audible.com called Breakthrough, Overcoming Obstacles and Breaking Barriers in Business and Life. That is it for me. Please follow me on the Instagram. Also leave a rating and or a review on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And I will see you tomorrow with Jordan B. Peterson. It's a good one. See you then. Peace.